beautiful people. What's going on? It's Essie Love, Mission 43, 5 and 8. And I am very happy to be on. I'm very happy to touch base with you guys again. Um, so check this out. It's been about a, a couple of weeks, but in the last week, I'm even shocked and surprised to even say I went on a family vacation. And I think what shocks me the most is that... <laughs> Um, well, it was my, it wasn't just my immediate family. It was my extended family, my in-laws, and it was a really nice time. But the last time I've been to a, and we went to the beach, let me just say this, we went to North Myrtle Beach, but the last time I was at a beach was like over 10 years ago when it was just me, my husband and my daughter. And we were in Florida, um, visiting my family and what a wonderful time that it was then, but I couldn't even really like, I was like, really, it's been that long. That's crazy. Who does that? people like me because you get so routine you're so religion to death you're like I've got worked I've got this I got that I got that I got this I got this I'm tap dancing all over this like little stage I got for that for myself and whoa I can't go and do anything else I got to do this and what a wonderful mother that I am I'm seriously got the best you know the award of the of the year but my six and seven year olds have never been to a beach Never been to a pool. And I can't even believe I'm saying this on this medium, but they haven't. So to them, it was like the best thing. It was like Disney. You know what I mean? Um, And while it was Disney for them, it was like outbreak for me. Because I was in the condo hotel play area that we were staying. I had my spray bottle that had 91% isopropyl alcohol. I had my Lysol. I had my Clorox wipes. I had my comic cleanser. I had my bleach. You name it, I had it. I didn't realize how much of a germaphobe I really, really was, you know? So... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I did. I left. I look, I was I was neurotic. I was anal neurotic. You name it. I was because I mean, my thing was I, you know, don't get me wrong. I love people who love to go to the beach, but I also expect people to come in and take their showers before they decide to sit on couches and dirty up, you know, and make a couch from a cream color couch to a very dark colored couch so I mean I was just like oh no one's sitting on here that is in my family in my unit so while I was busy doing all that um everybody else was trying to have a good time but on the second day of the trip we was it the first yeah the second day we went to the beach like we had a beautiful view and um we, you know, we spent like a good bit out there and we, you know, from the beach to the pool. And so it was totally water day. And I was so happy to be out there because I didn't realize how long, one, how much I love beach and stuff with all the things that that have happened in the past few years with the sharks and the animals. And that's another thing that I have this thing with. I am not interested in God's beautiful creatures um, whether they're in the ocean or they're on land, I am not a creature individual. So for the, um, for whether it's a salamander, a lizard, a stingray, a shark, nothing. Um, so that was another reason amoebas. Okay. Let's go there. I, um, I haven't been really interested in taking my family to the beach because the from the spills to everything it's just like i don't want to be there and toxicities and all that good stuff so you know why go and we can always go to an indoor pool somewhere and just play it safe but all in all they had a great time but while i was there there was um 
there was like, of course, I'm always thinking, my, my mind's always going. Um, well, I'll say this. The water itself, what a calming, calming, calming thing. And I, and I can truly appreciate just standing and listening to waves and listening to the ocean and, you know, seeing, you know, beating up against rocks and sand and, and, um, I love seashells. I love picking them up. I feel like the lady, the man with the little, um, <laughs> wish there was one out there. Uh, what do you call it? The metal detector thing trying to find like, <laughs> like a treasure. That's me going around picking up seashells, all sorts and all kinds. So, um, that, that was a really awesome moment, but there was not something else that I, it really hit me when I was at the beach and I'll share that with you in the next segment. Just a sec. So while I was out there, right? Um, well, let me, okay. I always do this thing where I always go back. I want to give you a little bit of context. So before we went to the beach, I was talking to my, my hubby and my 14 year old. I was like, look how dirty the beach water is. Like, you know, it's like, it would really have been nice to be in on an Island or have not even on an Island for the waters to look like, island water and it'd be crystal you know crystal blue water where you could see your feet in your hands and you know I mean I was just you know talking about like island water right and of course it was cloudy at that moment and I'm like the our beach water here is just so ridiculously dirty and filthy and nasty and so because it was cloudy you know here here I'm getting a lesson on clouds and water and in my you know my hubby's like well no you know I mean it's the clouds that's making the water look you know, a certain way. And I'm like, no, it's our filthy, dirty water. I don't even understand. It's the filthy, dirty ocean water that we have on this side of the earth. So my, you know, my daughter says, well, mommy, like when the sun comes out, it'll change, you know, the look of the water a little bit because she likes science and all that stuff. And she's trying to educate me. And I'm like, okay, I get it. And I don't, don't get me wrong. I get that, but it's still not going to be like crystal blue water. I don't know why you guys are not getting this right here. Like you're not really getting what I'm saying. So you know, that, and that was before we went out there. And I was like, you know what? That's fine. We're going to go out there. We're going to have a good time regardless. We're going to go in that dirty, disgusting water. And we're just going to come in and we're going to take a shower. We're going to be fine. And maybe I'll spray ourselves with some alcohol. I don't know what I'm going to do. But the, the point is we're going to have a good time. So now fast forwarding back to us being out there. So while my babies are like out there with sandcastles they've never done, you know, I get the little Dollar Tree bucket. And I come back to see the Dollar Tree bucket is broken. And I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Wow, a dollar goes a long way nowadays. So, you know, but they're still having a good time and I'm picking up seashells and I'm holding my babies and I'm telling them I'll never let you go, you know. I mean, just affirming them and talking to them and they're having like jumping on mommy and we only went to like a certain part like of the waters, right? So this gets a little comical. I wasn't going like I wasn't even going like eight feet in. I was like, I will stand right here. Cause it was like cold yellow and the you know, the rip tides were coming in, you know. At certain moments, they were stronger than others, um, but still, still good. You know, it wasn't like dangerous to be out there. So, you know, I had on flip flops because I definitely was not going to get cut with any seashells, so that an amoeba can slip into my foot and I can have this like all the stuff that we have seen. I'm like, no, everybody's wearing shoes, so I wore shoes. And um, there were moments when I'm, I had my back to the to the ocean and I couldn't see, and you know, a riptide would come in and knock me like knock the wind out of me, and I'm f- like. My flip-flop came off and I'm flying all over the world trying to get my flip-flop. <laughs> the sand is like kind of dissipating up under my feet. I'm screaming. 
<laughs> it was really when I tell you, it was, somebody had a camera out there and they were taping me. I, I'm sure they're making uh, quite a few dollars right about now on me and my ridiculousness. So, um, you know, I was, we were doing a lot of back and forth with the waters and stuff and going up to where we were sitting and coming back to the water and going into where we were sitting. But then there was a moment that I just kind of wanted to be at, you know, in the water alone. And I wanted to just kind of listen to the waters because I'm like, I understand why people kind of like being out here because it's so incredibly peaceful. In the midst of all the people that were there, there was still a solace. There was still a peace. There was still serenity in it. And and I wanted to capture that moment. And then at that at that point when I started to really see the beauty and of beauty in the water, like beauty in just the sounds and even looking at the riptides coming in and, and the water like coming rushing at us, um, I saw something completely different. My perspective changed and from what I, how I looked at the ocean prior to, um, I'd say me even coming out there that day, you know? So, um, what was I saying? Okay, so, you know, my perspective started to to change a little bit. So, while I was standing there and they were like, you know, hundreds of people out there. My daughter's jumping up in the water and she's doing her, you know, like, just flying. I'm trying to take pictures of her jumping up in the air in the water. Um, the thought came to mind, like, it's amazing how the storms in our life sound and look just like the ocean water that I was standing in front of, right? And I started to do a little bit of um, compare and contrast. So, and here's where my perspective started changing. I'm looking at these these waters coming in, like rushing at me. And there were moments, I'm telling y'all guys for real, seriously, there were moments that I saw them coming in and I took off running. I did. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Such a clown. I was like, oh. Oh my God, I got to get out of here. You know, so I would take my kids. I'm like, let's go. And I would run, you know, to the shore a little bit. And um, because I was not trying to let that water come and eat us up. But then when it would get closer to us, it would die down, you know, and then the same thing would come in. And then there was moments where you had big ones coming in. And no, they really did kind of like, uh, (laughs) they knocked you off your feet. Um, But it was all in fun. But as I was looking them coming from like from way deep in you know, deep coming, they were, I'm sorry, as I was looking where I was standing, I was looking at the waves coming in, right? And I'm like, you know, this is kind of like the storms in our life. Only the only difference is there are times that we cannot see them coming. But, but when there are moments when we can get a glimpse of it, because there are certain things that may be happening in our life that we could kind of, I don't know, kind of think about, well, maybe this could turn into a storm because things are not happening the way that they're they're supposed to. If we looked at it with eyes that said, that's a big one. That's a really big one. And I got to tell you, it's kind of nerve wracking. It's kind of making me a little nervous, but because, because of the beauty of the way it would come in, how fluid it was. And yes, it came in sometimes like a mighty Russian wind, but then when it, it would get to me, my thought was like, wow, when a storm kind of gets to my to my feet a little bit, it kind of calms itself and it calms down. Nothing but the hand of the Lord. But it's like if I could only see every storm, I can manage it better and I can I can prepare to kind of ride the waves. 
I could prepare to at least try to write them. You know what I mean? And it won't be so, it won't feel so overwhelming because you're looking at it coming in at you. But the, the, but the issue is, but you don't see those storms coming in. Typically, it's the other way around. It's when your back is turned and you don't even, you can, you don't even really hear it because you're so busy doing other things that when it's coming in, by the time it gets to you, it's knocked you off your feet. And you don't know what to do. And now you're like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to save my life here. What in the world? And it, it's made to, you know, you, we kind of look at it with such a negative outlook. We look at it with such a death, right? With such, a, It's like a death sting. And it's like, but it doesn't have to be. It literally can be so, it's weird, but it, it's almost like it could be like a welcoming, like as though, and this is the way I was looking at it, I guess I was welcoming the idea of it because the way that it was coming in and the sounds of the water and the, it was like there's a beauty in that storm that's coming in. There's a, there's, it, there's a beauty to it and that's the best that I could explain it. It was like, yes, though it's looking like it's going to eat me and there are times that it did look like it was going to eat me. But it looked, my perspective was like, but that's a pretty looking riptide. My goodness. Like, that's a pretty looking, like, not pretty big, but pretty. Just, just pretty. It was just because of the way it started to come in. And though the clouds were still there and it had that darkness to it, but the, you know, the white part of the storm, it was like, it was bubbling and it was coming and it was just like, it was so flowy. And I'm like, God, if we, if we maybe looked at our storms not all of them and I get it you know it's like this is it seems like this is such a fictional it's fantasy type of story I'm telling but I'm really telling a very true true it's like this is a true moment right here if we if I look at my storms like that and I look at them like saying wow that the ones that I can maybe foretell that they're going to be storms if I looked at it with that type of eye with that perspective that they though they 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 seem very intimidating there's such a beauty in what could come out of it. I think that we really would be able to manage and weather storms a lot differently than when we say, <gasps> and we start acting like as if we're dying and it hasn't even reached us yet, you know? And it really is really holding God's hand and saying, I don't know that I know how to ride this particular wave, but I got to tell you, with you with me, you already know how to, you know how to calm it. You know how to say peace be still. You know how to stop it. But but there's purpose in that because we have to be able to trust that he's going to be able to do that for us in time. But right about now, we got to learn how to ride this particular wave. We have to know how to go into it, ride it and conquer it and come out with the confidence that Christ is with us. You know, that was like a really big moment for me because it was like, oh, my God, there's a light bulb here, you know. So I, you know, I, so at that moment I was getting lost and, and just, I was getting lost in that moment of just listening, just listening to the like, whoosh, you know, like whoosh. And I have like recording of it and I hate, and I wish I could put it on here of just how, just how I was just getting caught up in looking at the tide coming in, but listening to it and, and, and as I was listening to it, I would really was like, my eyes were closed and I was just mesmerized more by the sounds than I was by the height. And I wasn't mesmerized anymore by the fear of it. 
I was more so mesmerized by like this is actually making me feel not comfortable but there was just a little small sense of peace there like it's gonna be okay like it's gonna come in and it might knock me off my feet but I'm gonna actually get back up like I did the other three times I'm gonna get back up same thing right same thing with our walk you know our walk is so it can be trivial it can be tumultuous it could be our walk in our life our individual lives I mean the the ebbs and flows I you know I can't even begin to even speak about that because that would take like hours and hours of of, of talking but and I don't want to do that but it's just like if we looked at it from that angle like this may this one may very well knock me down but I'm going to kind of stand here with the confidence that guess what I'm going to get back up it changes everything that perspective is a big deal but knowing that you're not doing it in your own strength and power is the the biggest deal of it all because you have to know I'm not standing in this one alone I always have somebody with me I always have the Lord with me whether you again believe that Jesus you know really is f- for you and not against you or you know whether and I say whether you believe or you don't believe, you know, there's still time for you to understand that you haven't walked this life alone. You have walked this life with someone who's been with you the whole time, but you don't even really know it. And 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 there were moments when even like on the beach, I didn't even know the time. I was so, again, caught up with my seashells and my children. I didn't even know that there was one coming in until someone shouted out, you know, get down or something like that. And that's just like the same thing in our lives. Like there's always that warning. There's always that, that, that person, you know, I'd say the sense, that sense of I'm going to cover you. I'm going to protect you. But even if it knocks you down, I need you to be able to know that you can get back up, that you don't have to stay down, that you don't have to, to get whisked away by, by the, the ocean waters and never come back. You don't have to, that's a choice. You know, um, so I, I wanted to share that because I felt so it was just so um, heavy on me and it was such a powerful moment. And I, um, you know, I there were a couple of scriptures in mind that came to me and I'm going to share that on on this podcast. But um, I'll say this to you. The one of the most beautiful things was and going back to that conversation with my my husband and my daughter about when the waters were so dark and they were like, it's because of the clouds, the clouds move away and the sun comes through. The waters are going to change its color. And though it's like, yeah, 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 I know that it really didn't dawn on me until that's that until that happened. So before we left the beach, um, the sun started to, the clouds started to break, the sun started to come out. And I can honestly tell you, and I know for some of you on the, on the, listening to this, you might be like, I mean, duh, I know that. But to just see how the waters changed its color when that sun came out. And you know what I mean? It's like, this could be more God for me in that moment. When the sun came out, the waters began to just shine a bit. You know, it began to get a little lighter and it was a little calmer and but then even when the, the riptides were coming in, those that were coming in with the sun there, it was even more beautiful. So I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Same exact thing when the the sun, S-O-N, you know, son, <laughs> son of God, when Jesus sets his and it starts to shine on a situation and the darkness dissipates. 
what beauty, what glory, what honor, what what joy it is to even now rest in that and how you will begin to like um just um it there's just there's just there's a beauty in that light there's a there's a joy there's a there's a um i don't know it's just i i can't really fully describe it cuz i'm trying to i'm while i'm talking on the podcast, I'm actually standing at the waters again and I'm just seeing it with my eyes and it's like, this is unreal. So I wanted to share that. I wanted to share in our, in, in just looking at beach water, storms, clouds, riptides coming in about to, I mean, knocking you off your feet, about to knock you off your feet. You try to withstand and do the little arm thing, trying like you're surfing, which is what I was doing half of the time, trying to surf. Like I'm surfing on sand, okay? I have no surfboard. I had no boogie board. It was just me and my arms, you know what I'm saying? Because, and though I looked like, I'm sure, the craziest person in the world at that moment, it didn't matter to me because what I was doing, I was riding the waves. To me, I was like riding out like, I'm not going to get knocked down. But even if I do, because the waters are that, that rough, I am determined and I'm intending to get up and I'm going to get up. I'm not getting up in my own strength. I'm getting up with the strength of, of, you know what I'm saying? Strength of God. So I'm okay. Either way, I'm okay. And I want, and I'm going to find my flip flop because it's going to be just fine. I did every time it fell off, I I found it. (laughs) Okay. And it was, it was fine. And the, and the sounds of the waters were beautiful. And I started to see them for what they were and not for the dangers, but for the beauty in, in knowing that this is going to strengthen me. This is going to, me getting knocked down is only going to make me stronger because I'm going to have that mindset that I can too do this again, right? Um, me, it, it built it would have built character in me because now I'm looking at it with different eyes. I have a different mindset, right? I am, um, I don't know. I am seeing the hope in it. I'm seeing the positivity. I'm seeing, I'm seeing it optimistically and not pessimistically. So, you know, what it was doing, the storms were, were causing me or the riptides and I won't say storms, but it was causing me to see things differently because of my help and my strength that I had. Um, it was beautiful. And I believed more than anything, I, you know, my mustard seed of faith, I believed more than anything that these storms were not going to kill me, that they were not going to take me out into the deep and I'll never return as, as, as cloudy as it was and as dark as the waters looked and as, as scary as those riptides looked when they were coming in and I was watching them, I still knew that I had enough, that I had, there was enough grace to keep me. If I knew where, if I, if I kept my eyes on the prize, if I kept my eyes on, on my help, my father, you know what I'm saying? My God, the Lord Jesus really being there, really just helping, letting me use or letting me see that this, you know, this beach moment, this experience at the beach relates to him in so many ways. But, um, and, and then the best part of it all was after it was all said and done, after you've had that moment, and there was it was a short moment, you know, we're talking at least fifteen, you know, more than we were at the beach for more than an hour. So, in that within that hour span of time, after it was all said and done, as I continued to look at it with different eyes and a different mindset, then when that sun came out and it broke, and the waters were just so, I would say, glorious, because it started to change and it started to look different because of the the way that I approached 
that those waters, the way that I approached them, even when I couldn't see them, but I reached out for my help when the sun came out and it changed everything. It was like, this is what it is at the end of a trial, at the end of being afflicted, at the end of a, of a very, very, um, bumpy road of a very, um, I'd say like a travailing moment in your life at the end of it, when you could see the light at the end of the tunnel, where you could see the, you, when you could see the light in the middle of the forest and, you know, amongst all those trees, that was the best moment of it all. So I, so, so for that, I say that to say, you know, storms are never going to stop. They're going to continue to come. They come for, for, for reasons unknown sometimes. Sometimes the Lord wants to share why, you know, you went through what you went through. And there's a lot of times he won't, but you'll see that you'll see the benefit and you'll see the change and the growth in your life later, maybe when you can point it back to him and you can really spend time with him and it it points you back to God. It gets you back in his presence. Um, you'll see the differences, right? So I say to you, when those times come, if you're in a storm right now, um, or you just come, came out of a storm or a moment in your life where you feel like I didn't, I don't even know how I made it out of that. I'll tell you, it was, <laughs> it was your help. It was none other than Jesus Christ who, you know, thank God for the father, son, and Holy ghost. And for what, for why he does what he does, it's nothing but the unconditional love of God. So if that's where you are right now, if that's where you've been and you know that you probably are going to get there's going to be more coming. Just brace yourself, brace yourself, but know that and look at it from a different angle, different eyes, a different hope. You know what I'm saying? A different, a different faith. When I say faith, like faith in Christ to, to know that he's with you. That's what I'm saying. Not a different faith, like a belief faith, faith system. I'm saying like a different, a, a growth in your faith. In that hope that you are not alone, that there are, we're all experiencing different areas of our lives. Some same, we're experiencing the same things, some somewhat of the same, and some very, very different. But we can all say that it has knocked us off our feet, but we are still standing. Remember that. So the two scriptures that came to mind, of course, um, one one of my favorites is when you, um, when Peter, um, and I don't know how many of you know the story or do know the story, but you know, Peter, one of the disciples of Christ, they were out there fishing and, you know, fell asleep on the boat and, um, he wakes up, Peter wakes up and he is like, sees, you know, Jesus standing out there on the waters. And I'm kind of just like, I- I'm just trying to get to the point of it. So I'm not really going through Matthew fourteen twenty two where it starts off, but I'm really more more Matthew fourteen verse uh twenty seven. Um I'm sorry, sorry, sorry verse twenty six. Matthew chapter fourteen, verse twenty six, and the disciples saw Jesus walking on the water and they're like, Whoa, Jesus, you know, you know, it's it's terrifying me. Like it looks like a ghost. What's going on? They're screaming and stuff, and so um now verse twenty seven and the the Lord says to them, Listen, take charge take courage, you know, stop being afraid. Like it's me. It's just, it's, it's, it's the, I am I'm here. And Peter being very bold says, you know, Lord, if you, if it is you command me to come to you on the water. And then he says to him, okay, we'll come. So Peter gets out of the boat, walks on the water and he came toward Jesus. 
but then he perceived and felt the strong wind. This is, this is where I'm going here. He perceived and he felt the strong wind and he was frightened. And as he began to sink, he cried out, Lord, save me. Instantly, Jesus reached out his hand and caught and held him, saying to him, Oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Why did you doubt? And then when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Um, so that point, that moment when Peter perceived the strong wind and he got frightened, he started to sink. He no longer, like he let those strong winds over like overwhelm him, overtake him. And then it was like, oh my gosh, I'm, you know. Um, you know, I, that was a big deal. That was in that moment, like I was saying, and just to bring that part home, at the moment of seeing the storm and being frightened, you're sinking. You're sinking in your mind. You're sinking physically. You're sinking, sinking emotionally. You're sinking physiologically, psychologically, sometimes financially. You're sinking in every area of your life, right? When you doubt, when you, when you don't, when you're unable to really see that you don't have to do this alone. Be encouraged because, you know, God is with you. You have to call for your help, and but you have to believe that he will do it for you. And it's not going to look the way you may want it to look. The help may not, may not mirror what's in your mind. But if you have an open mind, and if you look, if you're looking at it with, again, a different perspective, optimistically, with the hope in the Lord, that he's going to do it the way he wants to do it then nothing's going to be able to stop you and nothing's going to knock you down so so long that you're not going to be able to get up and see, wow, I made it. Maybe there's, you know, rain on my face and my hair is completely drenched, but wow, what a refreshing, what a refreshing moment. So, you know, not trying to, I'm not saying these things to try to um, convince you or to encourage you to, to live in a facade in your mind. I'm really saying that it's, you know, make it relevant. Make make the Bible relevant. Apply it. Apply what it is you've learned or what, I'm sorry, apply what it is you read to your everyday life. You know, Peter and James and John, these were real people. These, this Jesus, real times that we just weren't there for. Uh, and and it does not mean that it's no longer applicable today in our lives in 2018. It's very much applicable but it requires your heart and your and your mind to know that oh but it too is for me as well right so that was the the first scripture that um came to mind it was Matthew chapter 14 starting off at verse 22 all the way to 33 with um but I started off at verse 26 just to kind of bring home the point and then the second scripture that came to mind um uh, which is so encouraging and so powerful is Romans chapter 5, verse 4. Um, and it reads, it says, Moreover, let us exult and triumph in our troubles and rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that pressure and affliction and hardship produce patient and unanswering, excuse me, unswerving endurance. I'm going to read that again. And that was, I'm sorry, that I keep doing this. I keep 
reading one and I'm telling you guys a different verse, please forgive me. Romans chapter 5, starting off at verse 3. Okay? I wonder if I should start off at verse 2. You know what? Let me do that. Romans chapter 5, starting from verse 2. It says, Through him also we have our access um, by faith into this grace in which we firmly and safely stand. And let us rejoice and exult in our hope of experiencing and enjoying the glory of God. Moreover, let us exult and triumph in our troubles. This is verse 3. And rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that pressure and affliction and hardship produce patient and unswerving endurance. Unswerving endurance. Verse 4. And endurance develops maturity of character. Um, and it has in parentheses, approved faith and tried integrity so endurance develops maturity of character and character produces joyful and confident hope of eternal salvation such hope never disappoints this is verse five or deludes or shames us for god's love has been poured out in our hearts through the holy spirit who has been given to us Hmm. so and and this is the um amplified version the king james version which i do love because it kind of the hopefully it kind of has a little less um explanation in it but it kind of just hits to the point it's building character right so when you're rejoicing in your sufferings and your troubles and the pressures and afflictions it builds character it builds hope it it builds joy in your salvation so i encourage you to read it I encourage you to go to Romans chapter 5, you know, and just start off at verse 1. Just start off in the very beginning and read, you know, read up to at least that point. If if not, read further um, because that was the part that, that kind of ended it all for me to say this falling down and getting up, falling down and getting up or watching the waves coming at me and I'm like riding it and I'm like, you know, like, going from side to side, beating it and um, standing and just enjoying the sounds of it and going through all of that. And again, perspective changed, right? Looking at it different. But even when it did knock me down, when I was not looking because I was so busy doing something else and that's more realistic. We are always busy doing other things. We are busy, 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 busy people. And we sometimes don't even have an inkling that something's about to come and like swoop us off of our feet not in the best way in the worst way but when you can apply verse four or starting off at verse three and you can triumph in your troubles and rejoice in your sufferings knowing that the pressure and affliction and the hardship produce patient and unswerving endurance like It produces that. And I know it doesn't sound, maybe to some of you, it may sound like, okay, how is that supposed to make me feel like, why is that supposed to make me feel happy? Because you'll be able to endure. Nothing will be able to knock you down as it did five minutes ago or five years ago or two years ago or six months ago. If you rejoice in your suffering, don't be fake with it. You know what I mean? Like, don't be like, woo, I am excited. I'm like being beat up. No, no. Like, it's totally like, it's so fake at heart. It's like, the knock it off. You know what I mean? Just stop while you're ahead. But when you can say, you know what? I don't know what this is supposed to bring me, but I know it's not supposed to kill me. 
and I'm going to rejoice in my sufferings. I know that the pressure and the affliction and the hardship is going to produce a patient and unswerving endurance. I'm good. I'm down. When you know that that in that particular endurance is going to develop a maturity in your character. And that character is going to produce a joyful and confident hope of eternal salvation. I know it seems like gibberish maybe to some. It, to some it doesn't. To some you're so, so versed in the word that you know what this means. But it's for all of us even to remember. What does that mean? Go learn it. Go read it. Go figure it out. Go do some research. Go get in God's face about it. And ask him to, to lead you to explain what does this all mean? Why do I want to build maturity of character? Because you want to be able to continue to walk this road and walk this life without being knocked on every time something comes your way. You don't know how to endure. Not happening. That's not how God wants you to live. So I end on this note. I'm going to go back to the word on this one. Rejoice in your sufferings. Know that the pressure and affliction and hardship are going to produce a patient and unswerving endurance. One that's going to ground you so far. It's going to, excuse me, it's going to ground you so deep. In your, in your savior, in your creator, in your potter who, you know, who molds you and, and takes things out of us that doesn't need to be there so he can pour things into us that need to be there, that need to grow you, that need to, that need to um, expand and stretch you. It's going gonna, it's gonna to ground you so much deeper in him. You're going to find that, that you're going to find that that is the safest place you're ever going to be able to be. Not judged. Right? Not judge at this moment, obviously, because God wants so much out of you and, and to put so much into you. And I encourage you to not be afraid. Not Don't be afraid to give him an opportunity to be God in your life. So as always, you know, I always give my love and my peace to you. Um, I will come back with another word, maybe on storms, maybe on something else, but be encouraged this week. Really, 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 I encourage you to take the time to get into the word, um, into your Bible and to search the scriptures and to read these scriptures for yourself and to see how it applies in your life. I can guarantee you, you're going to be like, I can't imagine that this is so relevant today, but it is, and it's awesome. And you're not alone. And I'm going to continue getting on here and continue doing what God is called me to do in this and I hope and pray that we can share at some point and hear about the growth in our lives as one um and for those of you that don't believe that are listening to us and saying what is this like seriously this is making absolutely no sense to me well you know what the fact that you're listening is a blessing and hopefully the fact that you're willing to continue to listen is a blessing so you know what go a little deeper Open up a Bible, read it, try God, try him and see. He, you know, he, he created you. He's not, he's not going to let his creation down, you know? So love and peace. Ciao. And I'll see, I'll speak to you soon.